okay do click follow button for msme talk on the platform where you are listening to get notification for the next episode release so the first uh, assurance if you are managing your working capital well is you would survive the second assurance is that you would be profitable and the third and the most important thing that the companies would get is the growth this is episode number 5 of msme talk with charu datta pandey on working capital for msmes part 1 welcome back to msme talk podcast MSME Talk podcast is for micro small medium enterprises startups and entrepreneurs in which we discuss with industry experts and experienced entrepreneurs on specific value addition guidance and solve queries to help build long lasting businesses Charu Datta Pandey is an engineer with 22 years of experience in business transformation he works closely with MSME entrepreneurs helping them transform their businesses He conducts sessions across various platforms to help Indian entrepreneurs systematically optimize the need and cost of working capital. He is founder of Suhrut Consultants and co-founder of Sumex.export. He is also an author of two books, Surviving 2020 and Making Working Capital Work for You. This episode covers part 1 of working capital. We have covered the topic working capital in two parts in separate episodes. In part 1, we have discussed about what is working capital. Why it is important and critical to manage working capital efficiently for any businesses? What is working capital trap and how to avoid it? Process and method of calculating working capital even without the professional expert. How to reduce the working capital requirement and increase the turnover and profit of the business by managing it efficiently. In part 2 we have discussed when entrepreneurs has reached the level of operations which needs additional sources of working capital how to go about what are the sources of working capital basic documentations required for raising working capital process of raising working capital how to ensure discipline is followed to get best terms from lenders and lot more information it is advised to listeners to listen both the episodes do subscribe the podcast to get alert for release of part 2 episode of working capital And now let me welcome Charu Datta Pandey for this episode on working capital for MSME part 1. A warm welcome Charu to MSME Talk for discussion on your favorite topic working capital for MSME. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure uh, joining you to discuss the working capital today. Charu as we begin our discussion we would like to understand why working capital is called working capital. Is there any kind of capital in the business which is not working for the business? That's a great example. People tend to uh, compartmentalize them into the way they operate. So that's I think the definition comes more from the uh, way a particular capital is used, and it's more from a deployment uh, perspective. When anybody looks at an organization, he would definitely look at the capital across uh, the board and not uh, just into the working capital space only. however typically the amount which is utilized for running day to day operations running the operations like procurement of the material meeting the monthly cost looking after all the sales expenses till the time you are actually able to make a sale and get the money from client was typically termed as a working capital whereas the other capital which got invested into creation of fixed asset was typically termed as a fixed asset or asset creation so depending on how the capital deployed in the business got utilized different terminologies evolved 
Okay, so you mean an entrepreneur starting a business has to ensure keeping capital separate for the requirement of day-to-day -day operations of the business and not to put the entire capital in the fixed assets, setting up of the business infrastructure, etc. Yes, and that's what uh, we are seeing one of the challenges uh, in the startup community as well. So startup community, when they want to look at uh, starting a business, they also need to have a detailed uh, plan of what is the uh, what are the assets that they would need? A lot of startups, particularly on the IT space, are much lighter on the assets uh, compared to the uh, conventional startups. However, they would need to uh, factor in what is the investment that they would need upfront. What are the assets that they would need to accumulate? What is uh, the investment uh, required? What are the things that they would need to make an upfront investment? What are the things that can happen in OPEX uh, model? And then they can target uh, getting the first customer, generating the revenues. And then coming to a level wherein their monthly revenue is sufficient to take care of their monthly operations. So the amount that they would need till the time they are able to break even at the monthly level can be broadly termed as the working capital that a startup should factor. So what all you have mentioned seemed logical and easy while listening. But in reality, is it done easily by every entrepreneur? It is usually said working capital has to be managed efficiently. Could you explain what do you mean by managing working capital efficiently? term of efficiency or the degree of efficiency varies across the different businesses. Uh, Indian businesses uh, broadly can be classified into two parts. One is the trading business. The other is uh, manufacturing or service side. Now, when it comes to trading, most of these people are uh, generally the traditional business communities that uh, work over a period of time. So these people are very uh, efficient uh, at understanding what is typically termed as the working capital utilization or what in their uh, raw term, this uh, term on the street is basically rotation of the money. So they will always talk about how the money is rotating and their concept is that if you are if you are basically earning even 1% and you have multiple rotations in a month, so they are very good at ensuring that the inventory that they are holding gets uh, Rota gets consumed very fast and that's typically what they term as a rotation. So while the uh, terminology that's used may sound crude, but it's a very effective way of managing the thing when it comes to trading community. That's when you would find that most of the people onto the trading side typically tend to be reasonably successful. They may not be able to create some very large enterprises per se, but they are absolutely efficient in uh, ensuring that the uh, working, the trading business per se works efficiently for a long period of time. However, when it comes to the manufacturing side, these businesses are typically started by technocrats who are very enthusiastic about solving a problem. Whether it's an IT space or a pure play manufacturing, somebody has identified some problem and they believe that they have got the right solution to address this problem. So the zeal is primarily the technology driven and then they invest tremendous amount of effort, energy and money to create a solution which they believe that is going to change the world. And then they tend to take this uh, solution to the market. They get early adopters. And with the early adopters, the rotation starts. However, the basic uh, philosophy for many of these companies is to getting that technical adoption and recognition compared to creating a, a efficient enterprise. And that's when the working capital challenges typically tend to be far bigger in the manufacturing or services companies uh, compared to the trading communities. These companies uh, don't really look at the rotation per se. They look at adoption of their technology, adoption of their platform, getting more client base, getting more recognition as the drivers compared to the rotation. And that's when the focus shifts. And these are the companies who 
need uh, support who need guidance on managing their working capital efficiently okay so you mean it's important to manage working capital efficiently for all businesses but comparatively manufacturing setups faces more problem in managing the working capital efficiently so if they also manage the working capital efficiently what benefits they will have sure the first uh, assurance if you are uh, managing your working capital well is survival uh, irrespective of the challenges that you are facing you would be absolutely sure that you would be able to survive because you are operating efficiently and you would be able to dynamically adjust to the challenges that uh, we are facing today so like the covid is a once in 100 year situation something that people have never uh, expected to happen we were all operating in a steady state and all of a sudden the lockdown happened this lockdown led to a situation wherein the typical consumption patterns got disturbed and that's when people who were already optimizing their working capital well were able to adapt to the change however those who were actually not doing it got lot of uh, money stuck so the money was stuck in inventory their money was stuck in receivables and that's when they found it very difficult to uh, get the money or get the cash flow going for paying the regular salaries paying the utility bills and that's when these companies struggled so the first uh, assurance if you are managing your working capital well is you would survive the second assurance is that you would be profitable because when you sign up a project you would uh, sign up that particular project or contract or any manufacturing deal based on certain target profits and this can be realized only and only when you operate within those constraints so if you buy too much of material that material will be there with you and you will not realize the profit there may be a theoretical profit in the deal but the amount will get stuck in the inventory that you have accumulated if you have not got the right inventory so the realization of profit is the second uh, benefit and the third and the most important thing that the companies would get is the growth because when you want to grow that's a point in time there is a tremendous pressure on resources that you have that would include your equipment people money for buying the material everything gets stressed and that is the time wherein people tend to go and get the capital from wherever it is available and this is this is when the cost of capital starts increasing the profitability goes down and while there is a growth the overall revenue increases but the bottom line does not increase and that's when the whole increased setup or whole the expanded setup becomes unsustainable so third thing with the efficiency uh, is the growth okay in a way by telling the benefits of managing working capital well you have also told us risk of not managing working capital well so by not managing the working capital efficiently survival of the business becomes questionable or the growth of the business gets stagnated and even the real value of the business also doesn't increases so here moving to the next question we commonly hear in market the word called working capital trap what exactly is this working capital trap uh, let me explain this concept uh, with an example now there is a, uh, there is an contract manufacturing company this particular company grew at about uh, 30% uh, year on year growth for uh, three consecutive years and during uh, these uh, three years the company uh, grew up from uh, somewhere about 40 odd crores to uh, they went up to 80 crores and this growth uh, being into contract manufacturing uh, uh, came up at a cost the cost was that when this company was growing the banks were not able to support them with the required capital so they thought that as they are getting the opportunity they decided to go ahead with the mbfcs and they got the capital at about 14% and 16% into the business now the contract manufacturing as a business typically operates with just about 2% bottom line now with this 2% bottom line if you are getting a, a loan which is at 14% or 16% uh, 
that is practically eroding your complete margin so while you have got a very a big turnover today you have doubled your turnover but the, there is no increase in the bottom line and if you look at the other expenses that would come like the increased scrutiny would come you would need to invest certain things into your systems if you look at all these expenses eventually even with the double uh, the turnover the profitability got completely eroded so that is where the working this is what i like to define the working tra capital trap as so when you secure a unsecured loan which is not justifying the returns that you are getting from your business then you actually end up working just to repay that uh, unsecured loan rather than creating any value for you and this is the working capital trap this is where the entire value that the promoter is trying to create for himself or for the next generation gets completely eroded and they just end up working for the lender just to repay the loan that they have taken well said if it is not managed well entrepreneurs end up working for lenders and bankers rather than making wealth for their business and family charu is the importance and criticality of working capital different for micro entrepreneurs say solo or micro versus established large enterprises the difference is uh, probably on the the perception when you look at uh, a micro entrepreneur he probably tends to focus more on the cash flow because he believes that uh, what if i as long as there is a, a rotation which is happening he is getting the money and he is able to uh, meet his expenses out of that he is okay with it and he tends to ignore the overall concept of working uh, capital whereas when you go to the uh, the medium size uh, uh, companies which have got a reasonable setup they tend to uh, look at the working capital uh, more effectively more clearly with a clear understanding of what would happen the other perspective uh, when you talk about the micro entrepreneur or the medium sized company for me the micro uh, entrepreneurs if they don't manage the working capital it is the directly the uh, end of that particular enterprise there is really no uh, not much of a, a, a head space for them to move around because they are the one who are the running the space the resources are limited so if this working capital is not really looked at effectively and managed effectively and they just kept on focusing on the other aspects rather than looking the working capital the chances of them being able to create uh, some sub, uh, meaningful or some substantial uh, enterprise are practically very low on the other side the medium enterprises would have some margin for them to leverage or some different uh, leverages like the bank account the creditors the client advances so if they have they are at certain level wherein there is some track record which is available then the medium enterprises would be able to uh, get some uh, way of managing their working capital over a period of time and surviving for a little longer compared to how a, a solopreneur or a, a micro entrepreneur would be able to work okay so basically micro enterprises need to have utmost focus on working capital as their survivals become difficult also once micro enterprises grows to the level of small or medium or large the sources of getting working capital cash flow keeps increasing please tell us calculation of working capital can be done by entrepreneur himself or has to leave entirely on chartered accountant and qualified professionals to do i believe it's the uh, promoter the entrepreneur himself who should do the calculation the promoter and uh, the ca or any uh, financial consultants can help them uh, when the company is large enough and they have got uh, a complex situation at hand but that's more from the resolution or addressing the challenges perspective but the basic calculation should be done by the promoter himself reason is that he understands the different aspects well so he is the best person to do this uh, working charu can you tell us how working capital is calculated 
Uh, there are uh, there are multiple uh, tools that are available. I have uh, designed a framework called uh, Ascor, which is specifically aimed at helping uh, these uh, uh, small entrepreneurs understand the working capital well. So the uh, I'll start with the accounting part, and I'll then I'll come to the Ascor. The accounting definition uh, for working capital is your current assets minus current liabilities. So current assets would include the cash or cash equivalents, the receivables, and the inventory that you are holding so that you can write it down it can be an excel sheet or even a pen and paper you can write down these three figures and the current uh, liabilities uh, would include all the payables uh, that you have plus any short term uh, borrowings and any kind of accrued liabilities there in the company so the moment you put these six figures from an accounting perspective you can calculate what is the working capital that you have deployed in the business my approach to working capital is different what i propose is that you look at I, this framework is called ASCOR. This is uh, assessment, sources, cost, optimization, and restructuring. That's the ASCOR. I recommend people to start with identifying what is the ideal working capital they should have deployed in their business. So, how to calculate the ideal working capital? Write down what are the monthly receivables that you get. So, on an average, in last 12 months, what are the receivables that you have got? Then write down what are the payments that you are making. So you have the monthly receivables, monthly payment, and then write down what are your fixed costs per month. So you have uh, the difference between the receivables and the payables. From this difference, you take down your, you reduce your fixed cost. You know exactly what is the amount that you need. And then you identify what is your conversion cycle. So if your conversion is going to happen within 30 days, then you need this money for 30 days. If it is going for 45 days, then you need the money, which is one and a half times of this particular money. So this will tell you what is the ideal working capital that you should have deployed. If you are a manufacturing setup and you need to hold an inventory for a month, so add the total uh, payments or the total purchases that you are doing in a month. So this ideal capital plus the one month's purchase will tell you this is the practical working capital that you should have deployed in your business. Now compare that with what you have actually deployed. And then you will realize if there is an excess deployment, why there is an excess deployment. So that's the first way wherein we are establishing the working capital quantum. The second thing you look at from where this working capital has uh, got generated. It could be your own contribution, the credits that you have got, the bank limits, unsecured funds. Write down everything over there as these are the sources of working capital in your business. In the third phase, to each of these uh, sources, you assign the cost that the bank is offering you at 10%. The vendors, if you offer them the discount, they may be able to give you 1% uh, cash discount. So keep that synergy. Probably you can save 12% if you pay them upfront in cash. If they, you are paying it to the, if you are taking advances from the client, you are offering them 2% discount. So write that 2% discount. And that will typically tell you what is the cost of working capital in your business. So this is the known uh, part of it. Also calculate what is the hidden cost of capital. My proposition to all of you is that if you are investing your own money, that investment is happening without any assurance when you get a money from the bank they will do all the due diligence get all your assets securitized and after that they will give you say loan at about 10 percent so if after all this scrutiny bank can offer you at 10 percent your personal uh, efforts the money that you have generated over the years if you are putting into that business that should give you at least double the return of what the bank is giving you so if the loan from the bank is at 10 percent Assume a 20% rate of interest on your own investment and then see what is the actual cost of capital. Then assess the feasibility of your business with this incremental cost of capital. 
and if your business is profitable with this then you are safe once this is so once this particular part is done the next step is you look at the optimization now optimization will naturally happen on two sides one is the how we do we reduce the quantum so quantum can be reduced by identifying the on the phase one you know where there is a difference if there is a excess inventory if there is a excess receivable which is leading to high working capital see how you can uh, reduce that so that will basically bring down the amount of working capital that you need and the cost of working capital can be reduced only by going to the bank so because that's the cheapest uh, form of capital so work with your bankers to get as much of working capital you as you need so that's the second part and finally then create an action plan for restructuring wherein you define the targets for how much the working capital you would like to reduce if there is a receivable how much the receivables have to be reduced if there is a excess inventory how much of inventory you can optimize and by what date you can optimize and similarly how you can source maximum amount for the bank so create an action plan and that is what will give you the restructuring this is the ascor framework let's take a quick break MSMEs and startups are looking for various kinds of support and upgrade. Are you a product service provider, expert, advisor, consultant, mentor for MSMEs and startups? Do reach out to MSME Talk to list your business. Check the link in the description. Interesting. You have explained clear steps to calculate the working capital in a pretty structured way. what should be the frequency of doing these working capital calculation oh well established businesses can use software hire qualified employees to monitor this but to what about budding solo entrepreneurs who is already you know focusing on lot of things how can they monitor it efficiently monitoring should happen on a monthly basis so while the initial calculation can always happen uh, on a pen and paper i would recommend them at least to start with an excel sheet because that would give them an idea Uh, and the particular if when they it would be far easier for them to uh, have create a standard template and then compare it month on month so that comparison would be far easier if they are using uh, excel sheet tools like tally which are used for purely accounting part also will give you almost all the data that you need for uh, the working capital requirement so tally has a direct report for your monthly purchases payables and then even the your uh, the uh, current assets current liabilities are directly available through tally so if they are using uh, tally for accounting they can use that as well and for the other uh, entrepreneurs who are who don't even have that system uh, they are free uh, they are free to come over to our site which is uh, sumax.expert and then they can download the ascor template from there so you mentioned calculation can be done on monthly basis but what about the regular monitoring and checks to ensure no slippages happens in the planned working capital limits they can uh, build some habits in the organization that would help them manage the working capital well so first thing that they need to start is uh, what are the payment terms that they are agreeing with the part so i'll go through the complete business cycle and walk you through what are the steps that a promoter can uh, take to uh, ensure that the working capital remains in the control so while the working can happen at the end of the month but from day to day operation perspective he needs to be very careful about the payment terms that he are committing to the client when the secondly when their once their order is finalized and they need to source the material for executing that particular order they need to ensure that the vendor payment terms are aligned with what the payment terms that they have agreed with the client so if the client is going to pay them in 30 days they cannot go and commit the vendor that i am going to pay you in 15 days because then he is going to pay from his pocket and the client is going to pay him later so that's the one thing that you need to look at you know payment term is one thing that they need to optimize 
Uh, second thing, they need to keep on uh, looking at the quantum of inventory that they are sourcing. That is something that can happen on a weekly basis. They need to ensure that uh, this happens on a weekly basis. The other thing that they would need to look at is uh, the day-to-day production. So if there is a commitment, because normally the money will come only when you produce something, give it to the client, and that day onwards, the recovery would start, right? Or the payment uh, cycle will start for the client. So they need to, on a daily basis, they can see whether uh, the production and dispatches are happening as per plan or not. So day-to-day activities that will ultimately lead to a, an efficient working capital management are these. So on a sales side, getting the uh, right payment terms, sourcing side, getting the right payment terms with vendor, uh, ensuring that you are planning the right material, getting the only required material in plant. Uh, from the production side, ensuring that uh, they produce on time and uh, ship it on time. All these activities, if they are happening as per the schedule, then the working capital will remain in the uh, in the space that you have planned for it. Any delay on this particular side will create a stretch. And lastly, the very important thing that you need to do today is look at their receivables. Because that has been the, a huge challenge for last 18 months or so. Uh, clients have smartly moved from uh, 15 days payment terms to 30 days to 45 days to 60 days. So these things are slipping very fast. So it's very important for them to have a dedicated resource who would keep on monitoring the collections. So if these things are managed well, the uh, working capital would remain in control. Most important aspect entrepreneurs should know in respect to working capital. Could you share some knowledge on that? Working capital, uh, they should exactly know what is the working capital that they have deployed and what is the difference between the actual deployment and the uh, the ideal deployment. The moment they know the difference between these two, they would be able to identify what are the best ways for them to optimize uh, the working capital need. Secondly, they should also uh, do a very uh, impartial assessment of what is the real cost of finance. Not many times people tend to get emotional when you start talking to them about whether it is justifiable or not justifiable. So they need to be non-emotional. They need to be very stable when they are calculating the cost of finance. You go and talk to anybody that the cost of finance kitna, he will say, okay, my bank rate of interest is 8.5%, 9.5%. Bas utna hi hai. Then you ask him, sir, unsecured hai. Then then there is absolutely no way for that individual to grow his own capital if it is not if it is not generating beyond that which means that his capital is actually shrinking which is something that he doesn't want but the moment you start discussing they get emotional about it so one very important thing that the promoter needs to look at it is is look at their cost of finance realistically there is nothing wrong they may have taken certain decisions but if they understand it correctly and calculate that it's possible for them to correct but if they don't correct then the situation will not be very positive. We understand working capital control is very important and critical similar to revenue growth for the business. You should not focus on business growth at the cost of working capital to have a healthy, stable, long-lasting business. While we understand working capital, if not managed well, can be very detrimental to the survival of the business, but is there ways to reduce the need of the working capital? Yes, you can reduce the overall need of working capital in many ways. So working capital primarily is the amount that you would need to run your business uh, for managing your complete operations. 
so if you start uh, working internally you reduce the conversion cycle so the conversion cycle would be the time from wherein you get the order from the client you order the material for a particular client the material reaches your premises and your uh, credit period from the vendor side starts then you would produce it uh, send it to the client it would be received in client system and the client will make you the payment so the total period amount that you would need for this particular phase is your working capital so if you are able to reduce this uh, period in a way wherein the material comes to your premises just before you need to manufacture you manufacture that in next one week send it to the client in next one week get the payment from the client in next 30 days and you have a 15 days uh, 45 days uh, uh, credit term with the vendor which means that you can take the money from the client and pay to the vendor your working capital is not blocked so the first thing that you need to work on is the uh, your overall mapping your overall conversion cycle second thing you can work on is uh, basically ensuring that the payment terms agreed with the client are directly aligned with the payment terms agreed with the vendor that's the second thing that you can do the third thing that you can do is also uh, assay uh, ascertaining what is the right amount of investment that you should be making in a project for example if there is a very uh, big project that has got almost 80% is the material cost and the material cost is going to come from some other party or for that matter any conversion uh, business also works on the similar line 80% is the material cost around 15% is the conversion cost and net 5% is the profitability that you are going to get by doing all the work that you are going to do so for this 5% if you go and buy the material worth 80% okay then your money gets blocked and the cost of capital easily erodes that 5% with you if you work with your client to tell him that this is the material that you need this the bill of material is already agreed let the cli- let the client buy the material give it to you and you just simply convert it and give it back to him then your investment is only the 15 that you need to invest and not the complete 95 so that's the way you can uh, systematically optimize your working capital need very apt what you have told us why and how to optimize your working capital how can entrepreneur increase the turnover by reducing the working capital cycle and rotating the working capital money higher number of times so uh, what is the correct way of calculating working capital accounting uh, terminologies will go with the accounting part and that it gives a very broader perspective across the industries so the accounting will uh, definition of working capital is your current assets minus current liabilities so your current assets would include the cash that you have this may include the petty cash the bank balance or any fds that you have done the uh, receivables these receivables typically the money that you are expecting in next uh, 180 days which is the current not the uh, disputed uh, receivables and the third bit is along with that the inventories inventories also the ones that you can convert into finished goods in next 12 months all these things are that looked at as your current assets the current liabilities convert uh, cover the payables these are the payables in your book that you need to pay to the various vendors any kind of short term borrowings to meet this working capital requirement if you got borrowed some money for about 2 uh, months or 3 months this amount would come and the other amount that's included here is the accrued liabilities so in case you have not made the gst payments or apf payments essi payments are due and you have not paid them then all those activities uh, all those uh, accrued liabilities will also come in this part and the difference between these two will tell you from an accounting perspective what is the working capital requirement now irrespective of the industry that you are dealing in this will give you a very comprehensive view of what is the working capital that is required however in practice when you want to calculate Uh, i have a simpler working of doing it let's write down what are all the uh, orders that you are booking in a month and what is the payment that you collect for a particular month then write down 
what are the purchases that you are doing in a month so you know this is my sale this is my purchase you know this is the money that i'm getting this is the money that i'm paying so you have both sales and the actual collection the orders placed and the vendor payments you write down all these particular amounts and also write down your fixed cost now the difference between your actual collection and the uh, payments that you have done to this particular from this difference if you reduce your monthly cost that will tell you what is the ideal working capital that you should have and you should be able to operate your business in this particular amount so if you have a business which is consistent which works a similar uh, set of time or it's a cycle that's uh, followed month on month uh, then this particular working will work beautifully for you if you are a project company then you need to uh, tie it up in a way wherein the money the that you are going to get against the milestones and compare that money against the payment that you are going to do against the milestone that will also tell you how this the cash flow will work for that particular project and what is the working capital that you would need to deploy in that particular project that is the, the ideal one to that if you add the inventory that uh, you would be uh, holding or you need to hold for that particular project or for continuous manufacturing that will tell you the practical amount my perspective is that this is the best way to calculate and you need to then work towards uh, taking this ideal working capital and the uh, accounting working capital close to each other mostly the accounting working capital is always higher because then there are so many things that happen the inventories get accumulated the pay the payables gets uh, stretched over a period of time you have got a lot of receivables so the uh, accounting working capital requirement is always high and the ideal working capital requirement is lesser so you should try and ensure that the current working capital deployment comes closer to the ideal working capital deployment does some of the entrepreneur show incorrect working capital numbers to get a higher banking facility limits and if they does why it is not the right practices it does happen uh, sometime what is uh, unfortunately happened in india is that the three primary statements the profit and loss statement uh, balance sheet and the cash flow statement were earlier treated mostly as something that uh, a ca is supposed to prepare or the accountant is proposed supposed to prepare either for a statutory requirement or for a bank requirement at no point in time the the promoter feels that that's the way everybody else is going to look at his organization ideally if you see these statements are the lens through which anybody will look at the organization so normally these people tend to uh, create uh, documents which will basically uh, help them justify the working capital that they need or help them justify the loans that they need so that's one way or the other way is that they show as much less as possible in the uh, documents to pay less tax okay so they don't really give the right uh, picture to the uh, to the bankers and that's when uh, you when you look at multiple small organization and their reports what you will realize is that the reports vary over a period of time so when they need to go for a uh, some kind of loan then they would have a good uh, profitability in the book and everything would look right then they will get the loan and next year onwards automatically the profitability will come down although there is a increase in the revenue but the, what they don't realize is that after two or three years if they want to go for the incremental loan then the bank faces a challenge because after securing the loan in spite of the high turnover the profitability is on the lower side because they want to save tax and that what creates a challenge so it's very important that the promoters and the accounting team uh, ensure that the correct picture reflects in their uh, statutory documents thanks charu for very knowledgeable discussion on working capital it was an absolute pleasure to have you on our show thank you so much pleasure uh, joining you to discuss working capital today see you again in another episode on working capital part 2 dear listeners discussion on working capital will continue in another episode on working capital part 2 please do subscribe to msme talk podcast to get updates on new episode release you can also join the msme talk telegram channel 
or send message on WhatsApp number 8097665085 to get new episode alert. Through this episode, I hope you would have got some answers to your queries and guidance for way forward. Do share your learnings from the episode, your feedbacks and suggestions. If you are an entrepreneur and have questions from experts or any particular topic or profile of expert you want to hear, or if you are an industry expert with MSME as a target audience, do reach out to us. Our link is given in description. And at last, please do subscribe for MSME Talk Podcast and don't forget to share the podcast link with your friends, family and network. Take care. Goodbye. to share MSME Talk podcast and the speak ranking chart of 10th country in the Apple podcast country level entrepreneurship category. If you are an expert or provide product or services to small businesses, MSMEs and startups, reach out to us to discuss showcase opportunity in MSME Talk. Contact details given in description.